Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zeli Grubenstein, Zayfer Tzalek Levracha. Essay 6. Rich or Poor, Shah Habitachim Introduction. Chobos Alvavos. If he relies on his own money, he can lose it in one moment, and someone else can claim it, Rav Usher. You can be misguided into a wrong investment and lose it all. King Shlomo, Kohela 6-2, warns one not to pursue riches. You might ask, how can you tell a Jew not to look for riches? But King Shlomo was the smartest man ever to live, and this is his advice. There are two worlds. One is called Alma de Shikra, the world of lies and false premises, which virtually everyone lives in, including from people. The other is the real world, which only Yechide Skula, special individuals, seek and have access to. This real world is one in which the reality revolves around Hashem and his Torah. When I came to Funovich, I was a previous victim of Alma the Shikra, a world of lies and false goals. And there I met a holy Jew named Rav Chatzka Levinstein, that's all, the Mashkiach, who was connected to the real world. Many people said about him that he was removed from the real world, but he was on the ball and connected to truth, sharing his enlightenment with others. I'm sorry to share this line of Chobos Halvavos with you. Don't try to get rich. This may be very disappointing to many, but it is a truth. When you live your life and make your happiness depend on financial gains, this is a recipe for disaster. Even if you earn money with your own power, if it is not meant for you, you will not be able to use it. Sometimes your money could even cause your damage or death. Urbasher. Let's talk a little more about the richest man in the world before Bill Gates, Mr. Howard Hughes, 1905-1976. through 1976. He owned estates, hotels, and had both wealth and fame. People were jealous of his charmed life. One day he woke up and was obsessed with germs, fearing that he would die from exposure to them. He had doctors and scientists create a bubble for him where he could live safely. He had a special room where he dwelled, and people were not allowed to enter without being sanitized. They would bring him food that was organic. He became a recluse. I remember reading Time and Newsweek in my youth that featured articles describing his empty and challenging life. He had no enjoyment with all of his wealth, only fear and phobia that the germs would get him. He died a very poor and broken man emotionally. Let's read those words again to bring them home. If the money is not meant for you, you will not be able to use it. He may have wealth, but Hashem will prevent him from having any enjoyment from him. He is an appointee to hold the money and to transfer it to the one whom Hashem sees fit to receive it. As the verse says, Kohelis 2.26, Hashem gave the sinner a fixation to collect money in order that it should be given to the one who is seen fit by Hashem. Urvasher. Why is the man in the verse called a sinner? Because if you turn away from Hashem and don't believe in him, that's the greatest sin. Sometimes Hashem grants someone wealth for the purpose of destroying him. As it says in the verse, wealth intended to damage its owner. Kohelas 5.12. Rebusher. Poor people who have no money don't lose everything in Las Vegas or Atlantic City. How many hundreds of thousands of people somehow got wealthy, went to Las Vegas, and lost everything? Some committed suicide, some got divorced, and some ruined their lives because they had money. Even the Gaim have always said that money is the root of all evil. A life of Bitachon is a whole new life. It's a very good life of lacking nothing good. Bitachon is not an additional channel to one's living. Person may think there are two options. Either you have wealth, or if you are unfortunate and have no wealth, then there's an option to be tough on having faith in Hashem. That's totally wrong. There is nothing else. One cannot be freed of worries without be tough on Hashem, whether he is rich or poor. Question. We mentioned that Shlomo did not recommend being rich, but he himself was rich. We also find that Yaakov Avinu and all the others had riches. How are we to understand this? Are we allowed to pray to Hashem to be rich? Answer. Shlomo did not pursue riches. Hashem simply blessed him. The king must have enough money to pay for his army and the country's needs. We are allowed to use that which Hashem blesses us with, as long as we use it properly. But remember, some of our greatest leaders were most wary about having money. There are probably a hundred millionaires who would fight for the opportunity to build early Yeshiva a new home. 
I'm sure everybody knows that too, but he does not want it. In fact, when Yasha was very sick, the doctors gave up on him, but said that one complex operation could be attempted immediately over Shabbos. He sent one of his son-in-laws by cab to Bnei Brak to ask Reb Chaim Kanievsky whether or not to operate on Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. Reb Chaim said to wait. An Oscar named Mr. Silver from Muncie came and spent $500,000 to fly in specialized surgeons from America who, Baruch Hashem, were very successful. People fought over the Zechus to pay for this. It was an issue of Pikuach Nefesh. This was cons- something that Rebbe Yashiv was thus obligated to accept. I myself attended Rebbe Yashiv's shiurim during Ben Asmanim, and I wanted to buy Rebbe Yashiv a new hat. I asked his grandson about replacing the Rav's old, worn-out hat, and he replied with laughter. When he's ready to get a new hat, we'll let you know. Shimmy Glick had paid over a million dollars to fly Rav Iron Leif Steinman around the world, and will be happy to buy him a new updated house, but he doesn't want it. He lacks nothing. Rav Steinman has all that he could ever want. Question. Is being rich a bad thing? Answer. No. If the Kaddish Baruch Hu gives it to you without you running after it, and you use it properly, it's not a bad thing. The problem is, in the pursuit for frivolous reasons, and in thinking that your efforts, instead of Hashem, are what bring you riches. My cousin, Rabbi Shlomo Freshwater of London, is very wealthy via an inheritance from his father. He sits and learns all day, gives a shir in Chai Olam in the morning, and Amud Yomi in the afternoon. And once a week, he gives out tzedakah. He uses his money well. What should he do? This is what Hashem gave him. Every Sunday night, they give out one million pounds. Question. Why do Chazal, Tainus 9a, promise that if you give Miser, you will become rich? Answer. The Gra says that you must give one-fifth, 20%, to fulfill Aser Taser in order to get rich. But who wants to get rich? Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tochen, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tochen to life, based on Mishurim, or Rav Usher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveheres.com.